Hello and welcome to The Little Simple Life, a podcast about living your most intentional, inspiring life. Stepping outside the box, walking your own path and living a life you dream of. I'm Amy, 30-something mum of two living just outside London. These podcasts are love notes from me, sharing the things I know I would want and sometimes need to hear. I've been a writer and a content creator for 16 years and creating content that speaks not only to you, but to myself too, is something I'm so passionate about. Choosing a different life, a life that steps away from the status quo, a life that is both extraordinary and questions the norm is so beautiful, but it also throws up a lot of questions. Am I doing the right thing? What do others think of me? It can also be the beginning of opening your thoughts to so much more. It is the beginning of a journey that starts with you, a question on your mind as well as in your heart. If you're here, I know you feel it too, that there is something more, that there is more than the life society tells us there is and that we should want for ourselves. You can choose a different direction. In these episodes, I'm going to delve into what it means to walk a different path. From educating our children outside the school system, to living in a small home by choice, surrounding ourselves with a life of intention instead of living a life of default, and so much more. I welcome you to come on this journey with me, to open your heart and mind to a different way of living. Whether you're already walking your own path, are keen to make a change, or just want to learn a little more, I thank you for joining me. I hope you find what you're looking for with the words of these podcasts, and I hope they speak to you in your own unique way. You can find me over on Instagram at The Little Simple Life, where I share more about our journey. And if you two have an account there, I would love to connect with you. It can feel lonely forging a path that is different from the norm, but I just want you to know you aren't alone. You too can create the life you want to live. I would be so grateful if you could leave me a rating, a review, a share on social media, or recommend me to a friend who you think might like to hear these words too. Thank you so much for joining me here. Well, today I have to start with a huge thank you to you guys, the listeners and followers of mine on social media. You guys gave me the courage to begin, which is often the hardest part of anything. But your messages, comments and response have been overwhelming. There is so much I want to share throughout these episodes. It was really hard to even know where to begin. Being a newbie in the podcasting world means I don't really know the rules of what I'm supposed to do. But that's half the fun, isn't it? So I am employing the same rules here as I do at my allotment. I don't know what I'm doing. I might sometimes get it wrong. But the whole joy is in the doing. Today's episode, I have decided to jump into how we create an inspiring home with intentional living spaces. And it wouldn't be a discussion about our homes without that all-important topic decluttering. Ah, decluttering, a nemesis of mine. For years I would get stuck in the same routine, declutter, buy more, fill up my home, need to declutter again. It was relentless. We live in a capitalist world driven by consumerism. The world around us, society at large, is constantly telling us that we need to buy more. We need the next bigger, better thing. We need to upgrade what we have. We can never be satisfied with the things that we already own. 
Well, I say no to that. It's a journey, but I'm saying no to it. I don't need to cram my home with things that I don't need. I don't need to spend my money on things that I don't really want and don't really need. Instead, I'm learning to live with less. I'm learning to buck against the trend of consumerism. I'm trying as hard as possible to distance myself from this capitalist society that is all consuming for all of us and its roots reach so far deeply into all of our lives. It's going to be a really common thread through so much of what I plan to talk about here. Living a life that we have designed means a few different things to us. Like I said, the pandemic really was a big marker in the sand for us and completely changed the way we approach our life, the way we live and the things that are important to us. For today, let's talk about intentional living within our homes and decluttering. Decluttering is often my starting point when things are feeling a little overwhelming in my home or if a space isn't quite working out for me. But somehow life often slips by and things around our home can seem to build up quite quickly. We had a baby boy last May, he's our second. Uh, We already have a toddler girl and she is just turned three. Um, And as much as we've tried to keep on top of our home, life definitely happens, doesn't it? We started learning about living more intentionally shortly after we had our first child. And if you have children, you will know this. They seem to amass a lot of stuff. This time round, we were determined that we were going to do it more minimally. And uh, they still amass a lot of stuff. You know what, though? That's the baby industry to blame there. Because children actually don't need that much stuff. Babies need a safe place to sleep. They need some nappies, some warm clothes, a blanket, food in their bellies, and love. And they don't need any more than that. But that's not what the baby industry tells us now, is it? Oh no. They tell us we need the next big, better, brighter thing. And babies just don't need it. They just need us and a few other bits. We've always lived in a small home ever since we got married. And it's always felt really right for us. With the arrival of our first child, and then shortly after that, our second child, a frequent question we would always get would be, but when are you going to move? The answer of we're not has always produced some level of shock. How could we possibly find the space for two adults, two children, a ragdoll cat in a small split level flat? It's beyond the comprehension for many. And so many people can't understand that I don't want a garden. But here is the ultimate truth. We don't have a space problem, we have a stuff problem. If we took everything out of our houses, we'd soon realise that we have so much space, so much space for the people who live in it. Remember before you moved into your current home and you looked around, maybe it was empty, maybe it had someone else's furniture in it, But at some point, your rooms have had nothing in them. They're big, aren't they? Your whole home is a lot of space. And I think that's where the problem lies. 
is the stuff that comes into our home, not how many people occupy it. If we only added the items into our space that really worked, we would be left with an abundance of space. If we only added back in the items that were important or that we couldn't live without, along with finding effective ways of utilising the space we have, then maybe we'd realise that living with less and only living with the essentials is a really great way to live within the spaces that we have with ease. We don't need to increase our mortgage debt or pay more in rent to have a bigger home for the most part. For some people, you know, circumstances might dictate that that needs to happen. But for most of us, we already have all the space we need. We just need to reevaluate and learn how to live in it. Of course, I'm not suggesting that we all empty our houses out and start over. I don't want to see pictures on Instagram that you're tagging me in with all of your household belongings out on your driveways or anything. And we definitely don't all have the time, energy or ability to make that happen unless you're currently in the process of moving house at this very minute, in which case this podcast may have come at just the right time. But we can start really slowly, space by space, room by room, and just think about what we need and what we want to surround ourselves with. And also, you can think about the things that you don't need as well. Take a look at what you have, what works, what doesn't, and create a space or spaces in your home that feel really good. Overloading our homes just seems to be a normal practice, and it is so rooted in consumerism. But I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be. You don't have to follow that path. You can do something different. You can start where you are and create a home that feels great, that works for you, that is easy to maintain, and also that will help you embrace this slower, intentional, and more inspired way of living. Your home should be your sanctuary. And guys, we have spent the last two years staying home a lot more than usual. And I think we can all agree that we've noticed even more the things that don't work for us. So, decluttering. When I'm decluttering, I have more than just a getting rid of stuff mindset. In fact, getting rid of stuff isn't always my main goal. It's less about what I don't need and more about the things that I find important, the things that I want to surround myself with. Now, don't get me wrong, I definitely come across things that I think, okay, I don't need that. But often I'm looking at the things that I do need, the things that I love, the things that I can't live without. If it doesn't make that pile, then I've got questions. If I don't love it and I don't need it and I could live without it, does it really need to be here? We're creating an intentional life and a huge part of that is deciding what we want to surround ourselves with. I want you to think for a moment. Not just now, but when you're moving around your home in the coming days and weeks. Think about the room you're in. Does it work? Do you have too much furniture for your space? Are there things that you could do without? Things that could be moved. Things that could be decluttered, donated, thrown away. Does your space feel calm and serene? Or is there something that always just irritates you a little bit? The answer isn't moving house, not always anyway, 
that will often come with huge financial costs. And we aren't all able to always do that, are we? For us, and something I plan to talk about in future episodes, living within our means is of utmost importance to us. Upgrading our home to something that may bootstretch us or be fairly unaffordable for us. I'm just not here for that. So, think about your space. Observe your home. Think about each room. What works for you and what doesn't work for you. My biggest decluttering tip is this. Not everything needs to be achieved in one go. Take it easy, go slow. Really think about what you want your spaces to look like, to feel like. And don't feel like you have to do it all in one day, one afternoon. And if you feel like you need a little help, don't worry, help is at hand. I recently created myself some decluttering checklists for around my home, and I recently shared them with my email subscribers. And I'm going to offer them to you guys too. If you check out my blog, amypiggott.co.uk, you'll find them there. There'll be more information and print them off, enjoy them and start decluttering that space that's really annoying you. Okay, so how can we really embrace living with less? It's a question I ask myself all the time. Am I a minimalist? Do I even want to be? I will always tell anyone that asks that I'm not a minimalist and I'm really not in the strictest sense. But I am on a minimal journey. I embrace living with less. I've decluttered. I minimise what I own and I actively work on achieving what minimalism means to me. I'm stepping away from a consumer-driven society and a capitalist culture. And all of this is a really important point. You don't have to want to be a traditional minimalist and only own a couple of clothing items or have no books or live without things. Instead, think about the things that you want to surround yourself with and think less about achieving an arbitrary point that might not suit your life. That is what creating a life living with less, life of intention, is all about. It's about creating a life that suits you, a life that feels good for you on the inside. Most times, a simple refresh and reorganisation of your space makes you feel renewed and it helps you see your space with some fresh eyes. You'll probably find that recreating the spaces in your home will help you declutter a little more too. There's nothing quite like not having a home for something to help expedite the decluttering process. Am I right? I hope today's episode has been helpful and I hope it's helped you see that it's not a you thing and it's not a me thing. It's a society thing. Society has trained us to want more, to always be reaching for more. We are born and created into consumers. That's what a capitalist society needs. It needs us to be consumers. It needs us to buy, often mindlessly. It needs that, otherwise it can't prosper. Don't worry that you've been living that way for years. It's okay, we all have. The most important thing is, if you feel ready, then you can create a different kind of life for yourself. A life of intention, a life that inspires you, a life that bucks against the status quo, 
but is so fulfilling. We don't need to buy things to fill our homes to be happy. We don't need to be stuck in the constant cycle of decluttering, buying more, filling our homes again and decluttering again. We can step away from all of that and we can start to build a life that we love to live that feels really good. Thank you so much for following along today. I appreciate it so much and I cannot wait to hear what you think of today's episode. My podcasting friends tell me that podcasts can live or die by their reviews. So I would be so grateful if you could leave me a rating, a review, share on social media or recommend me to a friend. It would be so helpful and I would be so grateful. Thank you so much for listening along and I can't wait to catch you on the next one.